and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. All right, let me think of something. What's in the news, you guys, from two oh weeks from God. now? Oh, uh, Kamala Harris, she stepped down from being vice president. I couldn't believe that. <sighs> she dropped out of the race. She said, yeah, me and Joe both. I just think he's going to he's going to drop. Out. The rumor is Joe Biden's going to drop out, too. And that Donald Trump is actually committing suicide. Oh, my God. That's just the rumor. Yeah, that's just a rumor, though. It's not nice to spread rumors. Well, you know what? I was raised in a different household, okay? I was told it's fun to spread rumors. It's fun and it is nice to spread rumors. <laughs> it depends on the rumor. If you're like, um, did you hear Kelly does his uh, taxes really early? I did hear that. <laughs> it's a good rumor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know Hugh if it's even a rumor. is a responsible, respectable adult. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear uh, Marty is like... Um, like pretty uh diligent about recycling (laughs) did you hear that uh i uh love taking the trash out (laughs) you told it about yourself oh uh (laughs) you're spreading rumors about yourself (laughs) oh uh sorry i forgot the premise oh let me go scale back did you hear that uh kelly is a very nice handshake he's a very nice handshake it's not a rumor it's true now I'm offended. Oh, no. You went, you went the other way with it. Oh, no. I feel like you're trying to spread rumors, anti-rumors about my handshake. No, I said it was nice. You, But you said it as a rumor, and that implies that it's actually not nice or that no one knows. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Were we, were we in the middle of a bit and I didn't know it? Were we doing one of those classic uh, joke It doesn't joke, matter. Joke you're, you're, we were spreading rumors, and then you made fun of my handshake. I don't think I can do this podcast anymore. Kelly, I was not making fun of your po- your wait, I was not making fun of your podcast or your handshake. <laughs> also, now I'm in my own head. I don't know how my handshake is. Oh, it's been God. so long since I've used it. I know. Kelly, hold up hold up your right arm and hold up your left arm and give yourself You can't a, do that. Give yourself you a devil. You can't do yourself a self shake. It, it doesn't feel the even, same. That's not how it that's not how you, you don't shake hands with your one of your hands like this. Yeah. That's okay. not how you do it. Take this your right hand. hand yes. Take your right foot. And shake the two. I'm not. You can't touch your foot in this climate. Hey, in these trying times. Marty. Yeah. And feel free to use this as a segue. Uh, and you're welcome, by the way. Uh, what movie are we doing? Muppets Treasure Island. Okay. Welcome to Spoofs, Ghosts, and Novelty Songs. <laughs> Yay! The podcast about dumb shit. Oh, we're back with another one, baby. We're giving we're, it, we're serving them up hot. Oh man, it's a sleepy summer it. episode. I think we're all pretty beat. Is what it seems. I, like. Truly, it's the dog days of summer. Oh, it is. I just got done with my smoke egg and just had a lot of brisket. Got the meat sweats going. Damn. That'll do uh, it. Drank one too many Michelob Ultras. Oh. You know, oh. one You're too many. Me. Luckily, yeah. there's only uh, sixty-four calories. Well, you know, a man has to make sacrifices in his life, and in my life, I sacrificed napping and watching golf on the tube. But you didn't sacrifice taste. Yeah, well, not taste. (laughs) Of course not. (laughs) This podcast is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Michelob. (laughs) 
<laughs> Michelin Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tire and a light beer. Uh, Give me the synopsis. <laughs> Give me the synopsis, Marty. Give me that synopsis. This week we're reviewing Muppets Treasure Island, a 1996 musical adventure comedy featuring the Muppets, a gang of puppet performers. This is an adaptation of the 1883 novel Treasure Island by Robert Louis Stevenson. This was the fifth film to feature the Muppets, and this film was directed by Brian Henson, the son of Muppets creator Jim Henson. This was his second go-round as the solo director of these movies, having also directed Muppet Christmas Carol. The film was only marginally profitable. None of the Muppets movies have ever been super high grocers and received slightly favorable reviews, but not overly glowing reviews. This was probably the worst received of the original Muppet movies. Famously, this production was sued by the Hormel Corporation for using the name. Can you guys guess why they were sued? Miss Piggy? Mm -mm. Sloppy Joe? For the character Spam, which was one of the pigs in the tribe at the end of the movie, the judge dismissed the case outright, saying, One might think Hormel would welcome the association with a genuine source of pork. Yeah. Damn. Great burn. Judges are allowed to fucking roast the shit out of you? (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's your sentence. What if the judge was actually like, well, I mean, they do kind of have a case here, but... If I go in this direction, I get to write this in the synopsis of the case. I get to have this little quip. Yeah. It's called the synopsis of the case also. That yeah, is te- the technical called. term. I know I know law. I know liar. Liar law. Now Kelly, this was a you pick. This was a Kelly pick of you a movie. You keep calling it a me pick. It's a Kelly pick. But it was more like a me like beg because <laughs> Why did we watch Meet the Feebles before we watched a Muppets movie is the question. Answer. Is, are the Muppets much of a spoof? Answer. Daily Double. <laughs> uh, yes, the Muppets are a spoof. What do you mean? Yeah, this they was make, like a spoof The whole of, thing is like um, referencing other... Uh, it's a Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. Yeah, I thought so too, Kevin. Oh. You guys it's thought a it was hidden. a spoof. That's interesting. It's a little hidden. A bit hidden. It is a little subtle. Yeah, they really subtle. like underplayed it. It's the subtext of it all. But yeah, yeah, like when you watch a Muppets Christmas Carol, you might think, "Oh, they're just going around and doing carols." No, they're actually doing the famous play, Christmas or the famous book. I don't know what it is originally. <laughs> it was a no, group of magazine articles. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> it was like a serialized story in like some magazine wow that and uh sherlock holmes eh wasn't it first Mm -hmm. um an american carol wasn't that the first iteration of that (laughs) it was about this guy kevin malone don't wanna no i'm done we're done talking about this we're done this is the last mention you'll hear of meet the feebles i wanted to watch a freaking muppets movie because of how upset i was when we watched meet the feebles (laughs) Meet so there's a palate cleanser that came six months too late. <laughs> well, you wanted to watch this one specifically as our like send off to summer. This was like Kelly's like it's almost summer's almost over. Let's do Muppet Treasure Island. And I said that sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah, Kelly. let's I rewind the to tape everything. to that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a summer end of summer movie. How about the Goonies? Fuck that shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Marty, you're such an asshole. 
Yeah. What the hell, dude? So, this Kelly, do you have a personal attachment to the Muppets is my first question. I mean, not... I mean, I, I watched it as a kid, sort of. Someone... I think our coworker keeps talking about uh, Muppet Babies. Yeah. Muppet Babies. Never... I feel like I watched that once or twice. I remember Baby Gonzo. Uh, I watched Muppets as a kid... I remember I watched this movie as a kid for sure. I remember that Kermit the Frog sword sword fight scene. And oh I was my like, god, Damn. it's pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. It's kind of sick, kind of like nice with it. It's kind of kind of nice. Put with that it up on that. sword he did a TikTok lot of flips somehow. And then he sworded up and he cut off uh, Long John Silver's buttons and made his thing fall apart. Yeah, dude, pretty rad. Also, uh, Long John Silver. Was the bad guy? Yeah, well, I mean, it's complicated. Okay. I'm just saying that restaurant. Oh, yeah. I'll never eat there again. That now that I know the history. I can't eat there. Yeah. They're named after a bad guy. Yeah. You know, he's more of an anti hero, I would say. Yeah, like uh, Heisenberg. Yeah, he's like a. Uh, you know, oh, my God. And just like in, in Breaking Bad. Long John Silver's got this wife who just is like, Long John, stop breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Come take care Long of your John, kids. Skylar we have Silver. Money at home. Yeah. And Long John Long Jr. Long John, you've already robbed 20,000 treasure chests. We don't need any more. Look at all this gold and silver we have. When will hey. it be enough, ya matey? Mr. Long John, we gotta cook, bitch. <laughs> Uh, Marty, uh, I have a question. Gentlemen. Before you call me go, gentlemen, go I'll, ahead, I'll tell man. you. I'll answer your question with another uh-huh. question. Uh, what year did this uh, movie come out? 1996. Okay, 1996. That puts me at four years old. I, I'll admit it. I'm not a young Zoomer. I'm a <gasps> millennial. All right? You're younger than me. You're way younger than me. I'm okay, fine. I'm a young Zoomer. Uh, uh, I watching this movie had a memory come back to me. I saw this movie in theaters. Whoa. Or I should say, I should say, I saw the beginning of this movie in theaters. A classic child children are dumb scenario exactly i i remember distinctly looking at my mom and us just like both agreeing like we're not doing this and then we Uh walked out you got too scared no because i i think i just like didn't i was just like not entertained because there's so much like uh adult targeted humor in in this or like at least like older person there's so many like references and shit like i I, it just wasn't hitting right and like i think she could just tell that which uh, poppy colors huh yeah well which when we we get to our when we get to our uh movie next week too i guess both of these movies really had me thinking about like my parents having to sit through these because it's like i was (laughs) bored she was certainly fucking bored this isn't really her kind of thing so like yeah we just dipped I feel the opposite about next week's movie, but this week's movie, I for sure agree. Although I actually thought I agreed with young Scott. This movie weirdly doesn't have like a focus on the Muppets. And it was a common criticism of this movie that it was like not very Muppet centric. And for some reason, it's really focused on this kid 
who is nothing in this movie. This the kid is the worst nothing. part. Like he's, he's the worst He's the part. main character. <laughs> oh my god, in the first song they open with, like a, a yeah. heartstring song? Yes. Why? Why did they open with Huge that? Huge swing and a miss. The, That's like the, not a good feeling to to like lead up. That's no, not a good foot to lead no, with. For a kid's movie, no. The first song, the best song in this movie by far, is the first song where Tim Curry is Long John Silver and he just is like in love with it. That is by far the best song in this movie. Why mm. was this not? Oh, no, absolutely. You're, that is the wrong, oh. incorrect opinion. What is your favorite What's song? Scott's? I got uh, the uh, oh shit when they're all in the boat. What is cabin it called? Fever? Cabin that Fever. One's yeah, that one yeah, is Cabin, cabin fever. fever. That one's a banger. I mm-hmm. Cabin Fever. That was those were the two songs I singled out and said these were like great musical songs. Cabin Fever is a fun bop, and then it just ends with them going right back to the ship. It was great. That whole sequence mm-hmm. was that was one of the best sequences in the movie. Yeah. And like I, oh, I forget, oh, I watched this like a week ago. But just like they keep like adding more and more components until like by the end, it's like this like huge thing. Yeah. Like I just like that it like keeps growing. Yeah. But a lot of the numbers didn't have that kind of pizzazz or growth. Like Kelly was saying, it's like too. I honestly feel like any number around who should have been Haley Joel Osment, but they couldn't afford him. <laughs> this uh, was wasn't this before Sixth Sense. Maybe, but they were just def. That's definitely the vibe I was getting from the lead boy actor. Also, the lead boy actor, maybe he was kind of old. I don't know. He didn't look that young. Yeah, but he had like that. What is it? Soprano voice? Is that the highest one? Was he dubbed though? I think he was dubbed. Maybe it was not good. His voice bugged the shit out of me anytime they sang the mix in general on a lot of the songs you could hear the audio change like more than you normally would with a like a high budget production musical like this you could tell when it was going to switch audio uh maybe they should have put the mics on the puppeteers and not the puppets guys <laughs> think a little bit huh? yeah you could see kermit's love poking yeah. out from his chest. Yeah. he's got like a britney spears microphone oh miss piggy oh i like how kermit Okay, I gotta say this about Kermit as a puppet. You kind of—I feel like I don't always remember this, but whenever he comes on camera, you can kind of see the hand below the the fabric for him, mm-hmm. and it's pretty funny. It's a pretty <laughs> like goofy design. Uh, one of the most off-putting parts of the movie for me, though, was when the, it was Miss Piggy and Kermit were hanging from a branch over a cliff, and Miss Piggy slips off, and Kermit Scott miss piggy by like one hand one of his hands or both of his hands or something like that yeah and it like pans up to show his eyes and they put like caps over what his eyes typically are to make them like surprise eyes and it was very disturbing or no it was like straining eyes i actually loved that i thought i liked that they were like making kermit like more of like a cartoon like it was like more of like looney tunes like i I I actually kind of liked that i i guess i kind of liked it but the eyes looked a lot like, it looked like they put different shells over the existing ones, and that's what bugged me, rather than just having, like, I don't know, them Make a whole or something. different pub. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <clears throat> but it, it was a good... I, I mean, like, I liked a lot of the bits in this movie. I thought it was... What? What are you grimacing at, Marty? I didn't. And, and you, your point about the Kermit Miss Piggy thing, that's the climax of the movie. Kermit and Miss Piggy, the best dynamic in the Muppets doesn't come into the movie until like 80 minutes in 
I couldn't yeah, believe that. Yeah, they take their sweet time revealing Kermit and then yes. even more time to reveal Miss Piggy. And I get that they this is the fifth one, so maybe they wanted to not focus on ones they had done already and but I don't, who cares? That was that's the best part of the Muppets is their relationship. I don't know. I like Gonzo, I like Fozzie, I like the rat character. Ratso. Uh, Ratso. I Wait, so it's Gonzo curry. and Ratso? Ratso Rizzo, right? That's his name, I think. Yeah. I don't know. No idea. I'm not that much of a nerd. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even like the Muppets the that Muppet. much. Yeah, sorry, Muppet nerd. Yeah, fucking nerd. Sorry, Muppo. That's what you're called. When I went to Disney World when I was like 10 years old, we went into the Muppets 3D theater, and I turned to my dad like after the first five minutes, and I was like, let's leave. This is lame. <laughs> That's not what happened. Actually, it scared the shit out of me. I was, oh, I was, I was scared by everything as a child. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it up more on the podcast. Dude, I was too. Large Marge scared me. Yeah. Uh, Large Marge was like legitimately scary, though, like as an adult. Like looking back at some of the stuff I was scared of, it's just like, why? There's so this one episode, like the scary train episode of Hey Arnold used to really fuck me up. See, I, I was, never got scared by that. I was scared of like Freddy Krueger, The Ring, you know, real like tough guy <laughs> stuff to be scared oh, of. Well, I'm scared of like war and like my family <laughs> being harmed. <laughs> I'm scared of God not accepting me into heaven's gates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I didn't love this movie, and I thought my hate movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Marty, there's a little feedback. You got a little echo there. I got a little echo. I don't know what's going on with my headphones. My my feeling was there weren't enough jokes. Little jokes! (laughs) And the one main joke that they kept going back to was commenting on the idea that the movie was bad. The movie's bad! (laughs) Hey, my echo is right, too. Sorry. No, I love that. I liked that yeah. they were uh, being like reflexive. It's like it's that's like always what the Muppets do. The Muppets knew what I knew when I was four years old. If I had only stuck it yeah. out, then I could have agreed with the movie and been like, <laughs> like, okay, now I'm starting to be on their side a little bit. Once or twice, sure, but they did that joke like twenty times in this movie. It was so I just every scene didn't need that. Punch Leave line. it to I Statler think... and Waldorf. That's their territory. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, when they perfect. that's the other thing. They kept them on the ship. They should have like they should have had more cutbacks to Statler and Waldorf. Because those are like right. honestly the best Muppet characters. Well, because they're old cranky men just like us. Just mm-hmm. like us. Yeah, like... keep it to yourself, Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest generation, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget. I, if you if, told me that you fought in World War II, I would believe it. <laughs> if they had just been cut, like if they had just cut back to Statler and Waldorf and done that bit twenty times, but just with those characters, I think it would have been more acceptable. Because yeah. at least it's like that's their character as they comment on, like they're like above this all, and they comment on what's going on in the like Muppets show that's going on, right? But like having like. Gonzo or Ratso say that it's just like you're the main characters this is so weird to just keep making these jokes with your main characters it'd be like if Tim Curry well Tim Curry did reference the movie multiple times too he was like it's my only song in the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it fuck off Marty <laughs> you can like it it's fine it just I thought it was just okay like I thought it was just very bland I mean 
Aren't all of the movies we watch for this podcast pretty no. fucking bland? No, they're all spicy. Their problem is they're too spicy, if anything. No, no, they're like yeah, so fucking Fatal Attraction was uh, really spicy. Okay, not that one. <laughs> all right, but, what was another one that Marty liked that we didn't? Oh my god, I don't know. We've always we've pretty much agreed on all of these. <laughs> oh, I, I don't liked- know. I like there's, there's the better movie. there's better Muppets muppeting it up. I don't th- I don't That's know if I'm there's saying. been like a per what what okay what what is the best execution of the Muppets then? Do tell me. I yeah, actually don't you're know. You're the expert. I, you're the Muppo. No, no, no. I've I don't think I've seen any. I've seen th- this is the only one I had seen when I was a kid. The rest of them I had never seen any of those movies. So Christmas Carol is going to be a brand new thing for me. When we get to that, because obviously we're going to do that. I'm not saying well, <laughs> uh, there's this man named Ebenezer Scrooge. I'm just giving you a primer. Ah, that's an interesting new name for you. Ebenezer, yeah. you say? Yeah, he's he's has a bunch of geese that are not <laughs> cooked yet. Oh, uh, will they be for everyone once they are cooked? Now, don't get ahead of yourself, buddy. <laughs> boy, boy, will he open up the window and question a young child about what day it is? Oh my god, are you sure you haven't read this uh, serialized uh, magazine story? Tim Curry was really good in this movie, though. I will say that. He's good in fucking everything. Tim Curry crushed it. He carried the whole movie. He carried it. I I really wanted him to be in it more, and I thought he's such a good, like, not the worst bad guy. Like, he's always, like, he's great in Clue, doing, like, similar thing where he's, like, not overtly evil he's very good at like slyly being kind of evil he's good at slyly doing it he's good at gaining empathy from the audience for like what he's doing somehow even though in this movie he was literally just like kind of straightforward bad guy well he he, was missing a leg so it was like "Mm." he lets the kid go you know like he's he shows he's a good guy deep down he's a pirate and he's trying to get buried treasure yeah, it's in his nature. Yeah, I I don't. It's like I get that it's like bad or like what he's like he's stealing from. Why was that treasure the kids? Just because he had the fucking map? Because he took the map off a dead person? It's the, it belongs to the kid more you than the pirate. Confusing. And also, you, the kid's name was like what? Jim? Jimmy? Jim? 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 It was Jimmy? Jim. Jim Doe. It might as well have been like. Yeah. And I know that's the name of the character from the book, but like in this movie which is the only lens we have to review Treasure Island. <laughs> like, what a, a forgettable main character and plot. Like, everything related to the kid was like, just cut that out of this movie, and it would be a much better time, honestly. I mean, it is, it's, I, I don't know. To, to, to give one small credit to this movie, just considering that the, like, source material is, like, a children's story from, like, the 1800s or whatever... I think we can forgive it a little bit for like not having like the pacing of a fucking Avengers movie or like having this like great like three uh, act like. It's not arc. even that. I think it's too married to it though. I I wanted it to deviate more. Like I wanted the the screw. I just wanted it to be a more adventurous plot, for lack of a better term. It just felt like they were very married to what Treasure Island's plot is, and so that kind of stuck them into hitting those same beats, and it felt really repetitive. And, I and think a you're getting. Like hey, the, the, what they told you was when you heard the name of this movie, Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> I know. And then it's the story of Treasure Island, but the Muppets <laughs> are in it. I don't know. I mean, you're right. They didn't lie to me. I'll get, you them get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't pay, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you love the feebles now oh no they're all right i don't know i'm just uh i'm just a boy who had a vhs copy of treasure island <laughs> muppets edition standing and... in front of a girl <laughs> holding a copy of treasure island <laughs> muppet edition M- muppet edition of treasure island the muppet cut <laughs> This this movie used to be only humans, and then they came out with the Muppet cut. Oh, like, that's what happened. That's why it feels disconnected the whole time. That's why the Muppets are never in the same shots with any of the humans. <laughs> Could you imagine that was how they shot these things? They just never serve like the lobster and Tim Curry. They never have the same. They're never in the same scene together. He's like my lobster pet, and then just pans over to a different shot. An absurd premise, indeed. <laughs> All right, let's rate the movie. <laughs> no, before we get there, I've been thinking about this a lot. What if there was an executive producer cut for movies? What would that look like for some movies? <laughs> Whatever. Would what, be is, the what most do you mean? Where, like, it's like, yeah, the budget version. Like, it's the... just all Coca-Cola and McDonald's ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets cut down because yeah. we have to use everything we shot. Well, okay. Name name a movie because that would that would help me visualize it. Like, what movie would have this executive? Lord producer? of the Rings. Okay. Oh my God. Us. Record. <laughs> 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 it's. Pepsi, the Blue Wizard. <laughs> it's just the book. <laughs> it's Pepsi. I got this. This ring came from Kessler Diamonds. <laughs> I've been trapped on the top of this tower with nothing but a Nokia cell phone. <laughs> the reception is fabulous up here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. That All was right. fun. As a spoof. As a spoof, <laughs> that bit, 10 out of 10. This movie, <laughs> 6 out of 10. It yeah, definitely is a Saruman just sent me a, a green text. Okay, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> it definitely takes aim at Treasure Island and it has jokes about pirates and it kind of does take some of the story and characters, but I just felt like it was not very inspired and it kind of felt just like going through the motions a little bit. As a movie, 4 out of 10. This was fine. Tim Curry, great in this movie, as expected. But I didn't think the Muppets were particularly funny. Uh, I know it's based on an iconic story, but it felt too married to it. But it's also a kid's movie, and this is fine. I give it a 7 out of 10 as a spoof. Because who spoofs Treasure Island in 1996? That's that's good stuff, executive (laughs) producers at... Jim at Jim Hem Jim Hempson Corp. Ooh, Jim Hempson. That's my new oh, one. Hey. Uh, <laughs> give me some of that weed, Kermit. Is that Polly Shore? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hey, Kermit. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Polly. You want hey, some Miss of my hemp? Piggy. You want some? Oh, you want some? What's hemp? up, Fuzzy? Oh, you want some hemp? I only have the two voices for the most. I mean, yeah, that's hey, great. Hey, Baker. <laughs> Works for all. You can just go down the line. They need more. They need more Beaker. So, yeah, five out of ten as a movie. <laughs> Dude, legit. I think Beaker's funny. Beaker and the professor. Beaker's so good. He's got no yeah. eyeballs, but he has glasses. Yeah. You know who else I like? I like Sam Eagle. They just. I feel like they, I feel like I got ripped off. I feel like they didn't have enough of my favorite characters. Is his name Sam Eagle or Sam the Eagle? Who cares? I care. <laughs> Rate it. 
Here's rate it. All right, rate fine. As, oh my god! As a spoof, I'm gonna give it a, a six out of ten. It's yeah, it's more following the the guidelines of the story than like really making fun of of it. Um, but as a movie. Uh, 6.5 out of 10. I actually like really, you know, the time passed quite painlessly while watching this movie. I, yeah. Wow, it was not... Give someone's a review a thumbs down. That's <laughs> yeah. I give you a review of my review a thumbs down. How do you like yeah. that? It's mean. Bro. It's especially rude to do um, in a podcast, too. Yes, in a video, a video yeah. thumbs down where you guys can't have to. Yeah, you prick. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, why would you do that? That's so rude. <laughs> Kelly, do you have a novelty song? I do. It is a song with one word of lyric. Boy. Can you guys guess the track? Lyric. Um one word of lyric. Uh dun 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 dun, dun. is done the word? D U N. I'm trying to think. Tequila? Tequila. Is it tequila? Oh, you got it, Scott. It's tequila. (laughs) That would have been so perfect. Uh Kelly, do you remember like two or three episodes ago? We did this movie called Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yeah, we did. Didn't <laughs> what did we? we do for that? For the oh, you know what? I can find out right now. Who okay. cares? Oh my god! Too. Of all the things to look up, I'm doing it. You won't look up if it's Sam the Eagle. <laughs> I'm not looking up if it's. Sam we did the, the Hamilton cover for Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, tequila. Well, go back and switch them retroactively. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, good. This rock and roll instrumental written by Danny Flores and recorded by the Champs is a 1958 Mexican-flavored rock and roll instrumental written by Danny Flores and recorded by the Champs. I feel like I'm listening to um, <laughs> to uh, 101.3 or whatever. What's the oldie 1021, station? 102.1, the alt, the yeah, where he's heads. like, yeah, like this. Oh, you, I forget what his name is. You're like Rick D's or some shit like that. All right, keep going. Anyways. Uh, no, you gotta do, you do the voice. You gotta do the voice. Where did this chart? <laughs> Ooh. Um. Oh no, that's the McDog making noise. Uh, let me, give me one second, guys. Oh my god. Scott, figure out your what guess. if it's what if it's the Babadook? Uh. All right. Um. Tequila. What year was it, Kel? Sixties, right? Nineteen fifty-eight. Oh my word! This is like ahead hit. of its time, dude. Uh, I'm gonna guess number t- 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 number five. I am gonna guess uh, number one. Marty's got it. Every song, every song before 1975 went to number one. Just if you released a song, you got a number one hit. If you've heard of it, it hello went to mother, one. <laughs> hello father. Well, it's a song. It's words wow. and music. Here's your this guy's got record. some real talent. Yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot to say. I was going to do a dumb quiz about, uh, hey, let's have you guys guess what the liquor in these old drinks are. Well, come on. Do All it. right, you want to do it? Let's do it. Here, let's okay. listen to tequila first. Marty, feel free to include the lyric. I'll include the lyric. Don't worry. Tequila. Let's, we're, I'm just going to name, all right, this, here's a little game show called, What's in My Drink? <laughs> Ooh, I, I'll consider Wait, let's try naming that again, this for the next time, maybe. 
his, his little game show called is this liquor <laughs> uh, uh that's is that <laughs> after hearing the last one now that one sounds weird too i don't know i don't know about this kelly uh this here's a here's a little game show called um name name the liquor and an alcoholic beverage okay that's direct no room for <laughs> double entendre i like this one well, all right we're just gonna do a buzz system okay uh what's in a what's in a sidecar guys buzz buzz i'm gonna say bourbon final answer i can i buzz in yeah buzz buzz rum and coke (laughs) (laughs) it's cognac ah damn so which is a form of bourbon one point for me yeah, I'll give a half point. Okay, okay. A lot of these have more than one type of booze <laughs> in it too. So if you want to guess more than one type of booze, like Marty did last round, where he guessed Coke, <laughs> is cognac guess... a form of bourbon? I legit made that up. It just sounds. I don't right know. To no, me. It's, it's like okay. a smoky. No, no whiskey. half points. No half point. I wear it. <laughs> if zero. I just guess alcohol, then I should get a point. Basically, is what we just established. No, you get a quarter of a point. You get a quarter of a point. Cognac is a variety of brandy. Which Wait, what did you guess? Bourbon? Yeah, which is a different variety of brandy, I think, maybe. Let's no, move on. Zero to zero. Zero, to zero. Oh, my God. We're going to be here all day. <laughs> no, brandy, it says brandy, better known as her mononym. Wait, brandy is an American singer, songwriter, record producer. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Oh, Kelly, get the, no. Oh, my God. No. Is this a one and done quiz? <laughs> Are we just done? <laughs> mint julep. Was it a mint julep? Oh, uh, mint. Buzz, buzz. Well, that's not the liquor, I, but buzz, yeah. buzz. I got it. Marty, rum and coke. Coke. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> buzz. Real, real, real guess. I'll real say gin. Real guess. Real guess. I will say gin. Okay. Real guess. Uh, it's gotta be like rumples, rumples. What is that called? Rumplemans. <laughs> Rumplestilskin. Rumplestilskin. Rum. <laughs> Rumpleman and coke. Yeah. Rum. <laughs> it's just bourbon. It's bourbon. Oh, so close. <laughs> All right, Sazerac. If Noah listens to this, he's gonna be so fucking mad. Good. Oh, Good. he's a Even fucking better. bartender. Like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. If okay. any bartenders are listening to this, they're gonna be really upset. Oh, sorry, I don't know the ins and outs of your professions. Buzz, vodka. You know what? Was, what? That's what better than it? the rum and coke, guys. <laughs> Sazerac. Sazerac. This sounds like a Star Wars thing. Uh, Blue fucking, milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Galacticor. Uh, fucking. I'll say gin. <laughs> Um, it is cognac. <laughs> but here's a fun one. Well, we'll do a Tom Collins first. What's in a Tom Collins, guys? Buzz. Brandy. Um, you have to buzz. Buzz. Well, okay, go okay. ahead. Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Marty. Uh, I know. Uh, I think it's vodka. It is gin. Wait, damn it! Oh, oh my god, it. I hate so this. Close. I was so I close. closed the tab that had it. I'm pretty sure it's gin, though. All right, what's in a uh, blue milk of tattooing? <laughs> Lactose, <laughs> medichlorians. It's a it's a it's a Earth version of it. Buzz UV blue. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad guess, but no. It's alcoholic? Well, this is, yeah. It's made, okay. It's Buzz, fun. I'll say 
whiskey. Wrong. It's going to be Kahlua. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. All right, what's in a Manhattan? Oh my God. Buzz uh, vodka. Buzz whiskey. Oh, no, it's gin. It's gin. It's, no, it's Scott God. It's whiskey. Oh, yeah, whiskey. one to zero. Whiskey, right. sweet, vermouth, and Good quiz, bitters. Kelly. That was really fun. Scott. Yeah, all right. Scott. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so, what's no, in a margarita? Go- I, we can keep going. Okay. <sighs> Buzz tequila. Jesus Christ. All right, it's over. It's <laughs> over. Oh, thank God. Tap out, Marty. Tap out. I, I gave up. I gave up. I gave up when I said rum and coke three times in a row. <laughs> what do you mean? This quiz is right up your alley. Oh yeah, I love, love drinking. Mixed drinks. Yeah. I love alcohol. The old wino. Anyways, that's all you need to know about tequila. <laughs> song by the, it's a Mexican flavored rock and roll instrumental written by Danny Flores and recorded by the Champs. <laughs> Wonderful novelty song. It makes me, it brings a question to mind. A question I have for Martimer. Hey, Mart, you got a product? Oh, did you ask me if I have a product? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, as a matter of fact, I did. Yar, mateys. This here novelty product is a treasure map, you see. A treasure map is a map that marks the location of buried treasure, a lost mine, a valuable secret, or a hidden locale. More common in fiction than reality, they are often depicted as hand-drawn with arcane and difficult-to-follow rules. Clues is the word that I meant to say. One of the earliest known instances of a document listing buried treasure is the Copper Scroll, which was recovered amongst the Dead Sea Scrolls near Qumran in 1952. It was believed to have been written between 50 and 100 AD. The scroll pointed to many hidden treasures of gold and silver. The the uh, treasure map <laughs> that I am holding... Is more of a party favor or display you can hang in your house. Very cheap, very flimsy, but it depicts a treasure in the middle of the map with an X next to it. So for this week's quiz segment, gentlemen, we're going to have ourselves a treasure hunt. We're going to play through a treasure hunt on the, the website Terra Clues. And we're do going you have to like do... a, a halls you can take or something? <laughs> oh, sorry. I had to clear my throat. I'm sorry. My bad. Thank you, by the way, <laughs> for getting me out of that. Uh, we're going to do the USA landmarks hunt together. Uh, and you can go to terraclues.com and play this kind of online scavenger hunt yourself. So clue number one, gentlemen. People consider it to be one of the seven wonders of the world, and it is 277 miles in length. Now, this is the U.S. landmarks. What does this first clue lead to, do you think? Scott's dick. Grand Canyon, <laughs> Scott, final answer, Buzz. Woo! Kelly, you got a thought? I was muted. Oh, no. I said, Scott's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. All right, we're going to try Scott's dick first. Okay, Scott's dick. <laughs> Does not recognize the text Scott's dick. Oh, <laughs> oh bullshit. Oh, no. Okay, now we're going to try Grand Canyon. Enter. Great work. You found it. On to the next clue. It took 14 years to build and was finished in 1883. 
Oh boy! Is somebody like sawing a log on their that's, end? That's my dog digging. Oh. <laughs> Just ignore him. Okay. I know. Tell him he should use a bandsaw. It's uh, much more efficient. He won't hurt his arm as much. He's digging through the carpet. Uh, It took 14 years to build and was finished in 18-something-something. Mount Rushmore was my guess. Does it it have to be the U.S.? Rushmore was a uh, 1900s. Yeah, Yeah, that was FDR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, does it have to be in the United States? Yeah, it's a U.S. landmark, it says. That's like the category we're in. 18 what? 1883. I don't know if it's supposed to be that they're each... Uh, White House? Golden Gate Bridge? Ooh, Golden Gate's not probably bad. I'm gonna try not. that. I'm going to try that, though. The White... Did you say the White House? Yeah, it got burned down in 18... 18 1812. The War of. The very War of. Um, It says no... It's gonna be a long up, uh, dude. I don't know. I don't know Sanders how to. Sanders Arch. The Arch. <laughs> uh, the Arch. The Brooklyn Bridge. It was the Brooklyn Bridge. You're right, Kelly. Oh, holy <laughs> shit! Nice. This offers 360 degree views from its three main viewing areas: an indoor observation deck, an open air viewing area located at 520 feet, and an observation level featuring a revolving glass floor located 500 feet above the ground. The needle? It's got to be the space yeah, needle. Yeah, space needle. We got it. The words Laos Deo are inscribed on the aluminum capstone. It's L-A-U-S-D-E-O. Laos Dio. Ronnie James Dio's grave. Atlantis. <laughs> Let's try it. Atlantis. That's not a real thing. <laughs> it does not come up, unfortunately. Yeah, I can't um, think of any like uh, yeah. southish. How do you landmarks. spell it, Marty? L a u s d e o. Are you just gonna Google it? <laughs> oh, L a u s. Yeah, I don't know if that helps. I'm gonna try Golden Gate Bridge because we didn't it, actually get that one before. It was not. It's, it's not the Golden Gate I Bridge. know what it is. What is? What it? is it? It's the Washington Monument. Oh, what the hell? We got it. Under the next clue. <clears throat> When it was finished in 1936, it was the world's largest hydroelectric power station. I'm going to say Hoover Dam. Dam. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was initially built to be a big vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Don't you love this comedy podcast about spoofs and goofs? Oh, uh, you know, last week or two weeks ago when we did the ACK quiz, <laughs> I thought that was a low point, but I think we're hitting a new No, one. that was like zany, and that's what we're trying to be. This will be tighter. There are about 600,000 rivets in each 746-foot-tall tower, and it's painted international orange. I stopped listening after you said there are about. What's what's a multiple-tower orange structure? Uh, The president. (laughs) (laughs) Donald J. Trump. Comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. (laughs) What color is House on the Rock? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Green. Okay, well, like that's brown, not it. but it's not House on the Rock. D- Disney's Haunted Mansion. Nickelodeon Studios, Orlando. Oh, Nickelodeon Studios. Nickelodeon Magazine, please. This is my way of... I say that every podcast, every episode. Just to see Waiting it. for my mom and dad to listen to yeah. our podcast so that they can order me Nickelodeon Magazine. Oh, oh, it's the Golden Gate... Is right, it? The Golden Gate Bridge is orange, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's like Gate a Bridge. red color. This is bull. 
This has 102 floors and was completed as the depression reached its height. Sears Tally. Empire State Building. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that. It's not the Sears Tower. Empire State Building. Got it. On this is the last one. Official dedication ceremonies held on Thursday, October twenty eighth, eighteen eighty six. Now let's milk this one. We all know it, but let's milk this one. A we all know bit. this one. Can you repeat the clue for me? Oh God. Official dedication ceremonies held on Thursday, blah blah blah, eighteen. Well, we all know this one, so. Wait, wasn't the other one from eighteen eighty six? The other eighteen hundreds one? Maybe it's the same one. What was the, the eighteen? The other eighteen eighty. Yeah. Say it again. The <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn Bridge. It was the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I told you we all knew it. Oh my god. I mean, all it's right. pretty easy to know when they give it to you twice in one well, quiz. That's what I get for trying to mix up the quiz segment this week. Yeah, that's okay. It was probably a little better than my drinks quiz. <laughs> no, they were I both great. <laughs> uh, that's it for our treasure map segment, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh my god, abrupt. Are we just ending it? Let's cut <laughs> yeah. it. Let's, yeah, fuck let's it. it. We're out of here. Long. Fuck you. We really appreciate it. Next week we're doing <laughs> You, Me, and Dupree. <laughs>